together. Right. The reason why I brought that up, though, is because, you know, and, uh, especially as a young entrepreneur, I feel like a lot of us struggle with figuring out who to put in what, what place, what position, because like when you start something and you're young, you have friends that are interested, they support you. And then they hit you up like, hey, man, I'd love to be a part of this or I'd love to do this for you. And not even that, actually, I would prefer if they did the latter, right? If they told me, hey, I'd love to do this for you, I would prefer that. But I get hit up by a lot of my friends and they're like, man, I want to be a part of this. But they don't define what they can do. You have no idea of their skill set, especially if you haven't spoken to them in a while or whatever. So it's kind of hard to figure out like who is the right person. Personally, in my opinion, I've learned working with friends doesn't really work out in what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to achieve. For me, what's worked out is um, working with someone and then developing the friendship later. So I feel like that's kind of a good approach to take, especially if you're a young, if you're a young entrepreneur struggling with this. No, no, I mean, again, I think I think everybody, everybody who sits in that entrepreneurial chair, has that that horror story, that mm-hmm. sad story where they've lost a friend yeah. because of business, or they don't talk to certain family members because of business. And, and again, it's it's that thin line mm-hmm. because you know you're right. It's it's hard to you know really define those people and, and make sure that nobody's feelings are hurt and, and exactly it, it flows. That's the worst when their feelings are hurt because you're trying to focus on your thing and the byproduct of your vision and your laser focus mm-hmm. is them getting their feelings hurt. Yeah, and that that I mean that should be a clear indicator of why you don't want to mix friendship and business. Oh, you, you know, it, it's it's so funny, but but to me, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge movie guy, so I always mm-hmm. go back to Godfather one and two. You know, Classics. you know, again, you know, you see the whole family dynamic, and it was supposed to be a business, um, but you know, it's it's funny that that our emotions take over, and we do allow Fredos in our lives. We do allow those people that that you know, we just think to ourselves that that give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. but then when they let you down it's it's just it's heartbreaking to you because yeah. you took that extra step to give them that benefit right. of the doubt um, I mean and then you've also got toxic relationships because you 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 again you treat them different from everybody else mm-hmm. and you're actually creating more of a, a, a cancer or a toxic environment for everybody around you because they can see that, that you're giving special attention to someone or you're allowing that person to to just uh, get away with with less when right. everybody else to you know carry their weight so yeah the, the whole family and friends thing it is a ve- i mean if anybody can do it you know um kudos to you yeah. i give you like a lot of respect um you know and, and it's again you know whatever culture you're in or whatever race you're from i still think that that there's one point where you you have to sit down and say it did I do the right thing by working with my sister? Did I do mm. the right thing by bringing in my cousin? I think it's yeah. I think it takes a lot of maturity on all ends, because you you could have someone that just has the desire to be a part of your business because they see it kind of like an easy way in. You know, they could attach themselves to you and they see you progressing. But if they have that maturity and that understanding and some fundamentals in place, they're going to approach it the same way and they're going to keep it black or white. They're not going to mix it. So if you're able to do that, like you said, I mean, that's a huge thing because obviously you want to, you know, as you progress and grow, you want to employ your family and friends. It's something that 
I've thought about since I was little. I've thought about that, you know, I wouldn't be working. You know, I want my mom to be part of my company and, you know, elevate her status. Not that she needs it, but I, I thought about that when I was younger, that I want to employ my family. I want to make them money, make them rich. But as you get older, you realize the level of progression that it takes for people to achieve or even reach that state of maturity is, it's, it has to be exponential. It can't just be something that peaks when they're, when they're mature and then flatlines as they get older. Yeah, no, I mean, you're completely right. The, the, thing, the thing is, I think also, I don't think my family could work with me yeah. because just the way I am and, and the way I, I, it's, to me, everything's like, um, there's a time and place for things and, and I just can't sit still. I have to keep moving. Yeah. So, Again, I, I also I commend every entrepreneur that has that 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 drive that just doesn't give up, um, you know. And, and again, I think being an entrepreneur, it's it's you know the the one of the formulas for being an entrepreneur is that nobody believes in you. So mm-hmm. I think one thing that really drove me is is you know people behind these would not necessarily be behind me. If that makes sense. Meaning. You'd get family members that saying, "What are you doing? You, know, yeah, you should yeah. have just, you should have taken uh, the, the normal accounting route. route, or you should yeah. have you know, <laughs> gone this route." Mm-hmm. Or you've, you've even got friends who just laugh at you and think you're making a fool out of yourself. You mm-hmm. know, stop, stop doing that. So you know, at, at that point, I think every entrepreneur has had that moment in their life where someone they respected or someone close to them, you know, made them feel like like this was the dumbest thing that they did. And then two years down the road, you know, that fuel helped them actually get to where they need to be. So, um, I agree. I think it's, you know, it's sad and it's, it's like a gift and a curse when you are passionate about something and you want to pursue a certain field and it's out of the ordinary or not conforming to the norm, you know, people, I always use the example of like primitive times when you're in a tribe and one person of the tribe uh, wanders off to like a different uncharted territory and everyone looks at him like what are you doing you know they they look at him as like a predator like you know he's betraying the tribe he's going out of his way but if he finds if he strikes gold if he finds all the food and the water then he's not so dumb anymore but unless he finds it or until he finds it they're always going to look at him like he went against the grain. We're sitting here. We're eating. Yeah. And that guy might not eat for two days, three days. And the tribe's eating whatever they have. You know, they're living within their means. But once that guy hits it, if he keeps going, if he perseveres, he's going to have all the resources for himself. No, you're right. Uh, you know, and, and uh, again, I think that's that's a beautiful analogy of, of what an entrepreneur is. I just made it up. No, I mean, it's good because, uh, you know, when you think about it, all the, all the, the big ones... You know the Mark Zuckerbergs, the, the mm-hmm. um, you know the the Petitas, all those guys. They they stepped aside and they they uh, you know everybody was sitting there enjoying the comfortable life, and they decided to get uncomfortable. Um, I mean, and, and I think that's that's what I really um, like about my uh, who I am as a person. I don't like to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would always joke when I was a kid. She would always say, "This guy has ants in his pants." Because I, I couldn't sit in one area. I, mm-hmm. couldn't, I couldn't just be uh, um, at ease. My yeah, mind yeah. would be rushing or I would want to find out different ways of things going on. So um, I'd always be at the neighbor's house figuring out what they're doing. Or I'd always be 
different community centers, trying to meet different people, networking, mm-hmm. you know, at a younger age. So, um, you know, and I think that's what an entrepreneur is to me, someone that's just, you know, keeps on looking or keeps on trying to understand what it is that they can do.